The Automotive News Europe podcast is brought to you by Hyundai Motor Europe, one of the leading providers of electrified mobility solutions in Europe. From hybrid and battery electric to fuel cell vehicles, Hyundai is paving the way to make environmentally friendly mobility available to all. Hello and welcome to the Automotive News Europe podcast for May 27th, 2021. I'm your host, Doug Bolduck, Managing Editor at a and We are really happy you could join us today. French tech company Vlog has already helped automakers such as Kia and the former PSA, now Stellantis, move into the mobility space. Now it is assisting Volkswagen Group with its deployment of WeShare, a short-term rental program available in Berlin and Hamburg that only offers full electric cars. It is one of a slew of project launches Vlog will be part of this year. CEO Gregory de Congé says that since last autumn, demand has skyrocketed for his company's services. That is why he firmly believes that shared mobility will thrive in the post-COVID-19 world, which will help Vlog imminently achieve something that has eluded it for its first 15 years of operation, making a profit. Hi, Gregory. Thanks so much for being here today for the Automotive News Europe podcast. Hi, Doug. Nice being with you today here. Gregory, I'd like to get started today by having you describe Vlog's business model. And could you let us know whether or not your specialty still is providing any company with the ability to launch mobility services? Well, Vlog actually actually builds a technology solution that powers the most successful shared mobility businesses in the world, including car sharing. Um, so we do provide um, a flexible SaaS solution that includes advanced fleet management tools, consumer-facing mobile apps, and connected vehicle technology. We are doing that for car sharing, but not only car sharing. We are now covering many different business models, including micro-mobility, uh, such as e-bike sharing, uh, scooter sharing, and, and so on. And we've also launched a few months ago a very nice subscription solution that will be uh, put very soon on the market by, uh, by an OEM in Europe. Okay, can you give us any more details about that, or is that going to be basically kept uh, secret for a little while longer? Well, you will have to wait a few more weeks in order to know uh, what we're talking about here. But it's going to be uh, pretty significant and very exciting. Could you give us an idea on how Vlog makes its money? Well, it's pretty straightforward. So as a SaaS solution provider, we are being paid on a, on a per vehicle basis uh, for most of our revenues. So the more vehicles are being powered by our solution, the better we are. In addition to that, we also provide some additional services, mostly based on uh, the AI work that we are doing for our customers. Uh, which is increasing year after year. For a lot of startups, one of the biggest challenges is starting to make a profit because you have to make so much investment on the front end. Could you give us an idea on when uh, Vlog is going to be profitable? So Vlog is not yet profitable, but we are working on it uh, and we will soon be profitable. But that's for sure that today we are still in a ramp-up mode. Uh, the mobility ecosystem and the mobility industry uh, is just at the beginning of its transformation 
And, um, and, and clearly our focus today is to uh, pave the road to the future success of, uh, of Vlog. And uh, our focus is really uh, keeping on investing on our business model, on our technology, in order to be the most relevant possible tomorrow. Did the pandemic help or hurt the business? Well, I would say that it, uh, it was a pretty challenging and painful situation, especially during the first lockdown. And what we've experienced with our customers right after the first lockdown is an incredible growth in terms of uh, number of trips being performed on our platform, which was very, very good news. Uh, for sure, during this first lockdown, all the new projects were being put on hold, which was obviously not, uh, not very good. But I would say that um, starting last September, October, we've seen a huge number of new projects being signed. Actually, we've never saw that many new projects being signed in the history of, uh, of Vlog. And uh, I can tell you that already in 2021, we've already launched uh, nine new projects. And there are about uh, the same number of new projects to be launched before the end of Q2. So um, it's been quite challenging at the beginning of 2020, but uh, I think the post-COVID world is going to be uh, uh, very focused on shared mobility, and we are pretty excited about uh, what is coming up. Okay, so I think that circles back to your confidence about being profitable pretty soon. So I would imagine that profitability is probably w w just within a few years to come, right? Yeah, it's, uh, it, it should be in a few years from now, yes. In the past, you were helping PSA and Kia move into the mobility space. Can you give us an idea of who else you're currently working with? So we are supporting different OEMs. So PSA and Kia are clearly uh, some of our uh, significant customers, but we are also now working with other OEMs such as uh, Volkswagen Group. We are supporting Volkswagen, Volkswagen Group in the deployment of WeShare in Germany. They, have now, uh, they are now operating in two cities, Berlin and Hamburg that they launched a few weeks ago. Uh, and we are also supporting Hyundai in, uh, in North America. They have a nice project called Motion in Los Angeles. And uh, we will announce pretty soon uh, a new OEM, a new partnership, uh, very exciting partnership. And I think uh, yeah, you can imagine that it's, uh, it relates to, uh, to your first question and my first answer about subscription. Uh, but yeah, there will be a new OEM uh, that we'll be able to announce pretty soon. It must be interesting from your perspective because companies such as BMW and Mercedes, they've really struggled in the car sharing slash short-term rental business. Why is that? And what does Vlog do that's different? Yes, this is very true. Um, actually, I think um, these companies, and if we are talking about BMW and Mercedes, they were uh, pioneers on this market. They started very early. And at that time, there, was, there were no companies like Vlog being able to provide uh, such a powerful solution as the one that we are providing today. So BMW and Mercedes did not have any other option than developing their own technology. Um, and I, I strongly believe that um, this is something today that is not relevant anymore. Um, you should not try to do everything on your own. You should not try to reinvent the wheel. 
um, the setup that you need to put in place in order to be relevant, sustainable, and profitable today is um, is is a is a lean organization with um, very limited cost, and in order to do that, you need to be able to rely on very strong partners. And this is clearly what we provide today to our customers, being OEMs or non-OEMs. We provide the flexibility that our customers need in order to deploy the project that fits their customer requirements and fits their needs. Uh, I, I would say that the second point as well that I believe uh, companies like BMW and Mercedes missed is probably a lack of agility. In this business, you need to be very, very agile. Um, in the past, I don't think uh, while they were operating on their own, they were not that agile. Um, I've seen things changing quite significantly now that the merger has been done and that we have the share in our brand. Um, and, and, I, and I believe that they will do much better now that they, they seem to be, um, let's say, a different organization, uh, much more agile, much more lean. Um, and, I, and what we've seen on this market is that there are many successful companies. Um, we tend to, uh, people tend to think that this is a non-profitable business. Actually, there are many examples of profitable car sharing operators. Um, and I think with the growth that we expect on this market, we'll see more and more of these operators become profitable. We'll continue our conversation with Vlog CEO Gregory Duconge after this message. Hyundai Motor is one of the leading providers of electrified mobility solutions in Europe. With hybrid, mild hybrid, plug-in hybrid, battery electric, and hydrogen fuel cell vehicles, Hyundai offers the most diverse lineup of alternative powertrains on the market. Under the vision of Progress for Humanity, the company aims to make high-quality, environmentally conscious mobility solutions available to all. Today, more than 75% of Hyundai's lineup in Europe is available as an electrified version. As a pioneer in zero-emission mobility, Hyundai offers a range of leading emission-free vehicles. It ranges from the full-electric subcompact SUV Kona Electric to the second-generation fuel cell electric vehicle Nexo. The company's progressive spirit is most strongly embodied in Ionic 5, its latest all-electric vehicle and the first model to be launched under the Ionic lineup brand. With outstanding range, ultra-fast charging technology, and unique interior, which functions as a smart living space, Ionic 5 is redefining electromobility lifestyles. With its fleet of fuel cell trucks, Hyundai is also ahead in zero-emission heavy-duty mobility solutions. By 2025, over 1,600 Exian fuel cell trucks will run on Swiss roads. To learn more about how Hyundai is shaping the future, tune into Are We There Yet?, an automotive podcast hosted by Susie Perry. Get a peek behind the curtain as Susie investigates the world-changing ideas coming out of the workshops, labs, and secret test tracks of Hyundai. Tune in on any podcast listening platform as well as Hyundai.news. Vlog this year is celebrating its 15th year of operation. It must be kind of incredible to see the changes in this sector because so many have come, a few have gone. How has it developed over the last decade and a half? Well, 15, uh, 15 years, that's, uh, that's right. Vlog will celebrate its 15th uh, birthday 
uh, which, which is a, a very important milestone, as you can imagine, for the company. When Vulog started 15 years ago, uh, it was a company focused on telematics only. Um, the move toward uh, software has been done in 2016. What we've really seen in 2016 is a complete change in the strategy of the company. And this is when the company started to grow significantly. And when we started to sign some uh, very significant deals with, uh, with OEMs and, uh, and very important players on the market. What we've really seen uh, is a big change in the past three years, I would say. Uh, driven by the need for OEMs on one side to transform their business model because we, we all know now that uh, if you want to remain relevant as an OEM in the 10 years to come, you will have to change completely your business model. It's not only a question of building cars, it's a question of building the right cars and most probably EVs, but also being able to distribute them completely differently. We know that in cities tomorrow, we won't probably be able to use personal vehicles. You, you will have to use shared mobility. Um, and, and so um, this fact plus the fact as well that cities are now pushing for much more uh, sustainable mobility solutions are clearly uh, driving the growth toward more shared mobility. And, uh, and this is what is making this market really, really exciting. And this is why we think that the years to come will be, uh, will be really incredible for shared mobility operators and for Vlog. Last year, you told Automotive News Europe, the auto industry as we know it will soon no longer exist. Everything is shifting toward a mobility industry. Do you believe this even more so now than you did then? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And what we've seen in the past 12 months with the growth of electric vehicles, um, I believe that three years ago, nobody would have uh, believed this kind, of, uh, this kind of significant growth. What we see, however, is that there is a clear issue with charging infrastructure in our cities. We are today selling a lot of EVs, but there is clearly an issue with charging infrastructure. This charging infrastructure issue will be solved with shared mobility. Uh, because if you rely on shared mobility when you need a vehicle, uh, you won't have to bother with, uh, with the recharging of your, of your vehicle. Someone will take care of that. Um, and, and this is something that we start to, uh, to see. We see cities pushing in that direction. Um, and uh, I believe that this is, uh, this is just the beginning. So yeah, definitely the auto industry as we know it, as we've known it in the past, uh, is about to change really, really significantly. You just mentioned something very fascinating, which was the possibility of marrying car sharing with electric vehicles. One of the big issues is range anxiety. How do you see your solutions helping solve that problem? The good thing about car sharing and electric car sharing is that when you, as an operator, come with a large fleet of electric vehicles in a city, from day one, you will be able to, um, to create a pretty large demand for uh, charging station, charging infrastructure. So this is just fantastic for energy companies because energy companies, instead of building an infrastructure and not really knowing who will use the infrastructure for years, they will be able to rely on car sharing operators with their existing fleet of electric cars in order to amortize 
this huge investment that they've done on, uh, on charging infrastructure. So this is something that we start discussing with some energy companies. Uh, this is something this is, uh, which is of great interest, as you can imagine, for these energy companies. And I think this would be extremely helpful to develop the EV market, not only for shared mobility operators, but also for the general public. It's an interesting combination because one of the things your company is interested in is sustainability. And it seems like the rise of electric cars is a perfect opportunity for you to continue that push towards creating a more sustainable environment. How else do you folks see car sharing having a major impact on lowering emissions in cities throughout the world? Well, this is clearly part of our DNA, um, reducing vehicle ownership and promoting shared mobility to decrease traffic, to decrease pollution, to decrease car emissions, and ultimately uh, being able to live in uh, much nicer and less polluted cities. Uh, clearly, car sharing is part of the answer, but it's not the only part of the answer. It's, uh, the answer is um, a mix of different kinds of transportation options, um, so what we are really fighting against is car ownership, basically. And what we are trying to do on our own is promote some new ways of sharing vehicles. So it could be cars, it could be e-bikes, it could be mopeds, whatever. And we are also working very closely with some transportation companies, local transportation companies, uh, some other shared mobility operators, so that altogether we provide a full set of solutions to people who want to move around the city so that tomorrow they don't need to own a car anymore. And I think we are on the right path, but clearly what we need now is cities to uh, help us promote these new ways of moving around the cities. And we probably need as well OEM to stop building some tanks instead of uh, uh, small and energy efficient vehicles. Gregory, it was an absolute pleasure to spend some time with you today. Wishing you all the best and thank you for being with us on the Automotive News Europe podcast. Thank you, Doug. We reached Gregory Duconge at his office in Nice, France. If you have an idea for a future podcast or would like to be a guest on the show, please reach out to me at dbolduck at autonews.com. For breaking news, please visit europe.autonews.com. You can listen to this podcast and a range of others from the Automotive News Group on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play, or on our website at europe.autonews.com. That wraps up this episode of the Automotive News Europe podcast for May 27th, 2021. I'm your host, Doug Bolduck, Managing Editor at a &E. Thanks so much for stopping by. We hope you'll tune in again soon.